by donkeys podcast your only history podcast that is fueled by booze is it the only i don't know if the other historians fake historians who have a podcast are alcoholics they at least keep it on the down though anyway i am joe from every other episode of this podcast with me is nick Uh, uh, thank you nick good intro (laughs) um so last episode I told everybody we were going to talk about the history of the M16 rifle today. Yeah. I lied. Uh, we're not going to do that. fucking liar. <laughs> we're not going to do that. Uh, the script needs a little bit more work, and I'm going to work on that. So instead, I did something that I have not done yet, and that is purposely make a script and, uh, and, and research a topic that is just horrifyingly disgusting. Um, I feel and, like you've done it before. Well, I want to make everybody kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, don't listen to this episode on children. Uh, yeah, actually, you shouldn't be doing that so, anyway. Yeah, is this not a take your pants off episode? Uh, take your pants off. Um, Sweet. Yeah. Uh, well, pants I, already off. The characters in this episode uh, probably never wore pants. So, just starting off, have you ever eaten so much you like felt physically ill? Yes, I hated myself like, a few times. Have you ever gone past that or like you almost kind of vomited a little? Oh, when you power through? Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Um, so I, I used to work in Oregon over the summers as a wildland firefighter. And um, one of the things that I did is when we came back from a fire, like, I, like I'm going to eat like dog shit because I lost like 20 pounds over the last month or whatever because we're not eating and we're just hiking a lot and you know, it's working your yeah. ass off. I, sat, I ordered a, uh, was it a Little Caesar or Domino's, whatever it was. It was a large pizza with uh, the pretzel crust. Ooh. I ate the whole thing in one sitting. I puked. I ate so much, <laughs> I actually puked. And I felt like <clears throat> disgustingly ill for like a day afterwards. Um, I, I think most um, irresponsible people listening to us have, have probably done that at least once. Maybe not come all the way to the point of vomiting, but like they've gotten close. I've definitely vomited oh. over a Domino's pizza. Well, was it because you're eating a Domino's pizza? or is it Like a whole pizza. Yeah. Like a pizza. That'll do it. Uh, I mean, any pizza is a personal-sized pizza if you're brave enough. Yeah. Uh, same, same rule goes for dildos. But um, So have you ever heard of polyphagia? No. So uh, polyphagia, it's also known as hyperphagia now. Um, so that is you eat that much, but you feel like this undying need to do it like it's a compulsion Ah. a baser need in your head that like you absolutely have to eat like that all the time and you simply cannot stop yourself really yeah oh wow um instead of being now instead of feeling feeling sick ill or wanting to curl up in a ball and die like i did you're just still hungry somehow uh no matter how much you eat no matter what you eat you always want more Mm. Now, uh, we are going to be talking about somebody in the 18 or 17, 1800s. So keep in mind, uh, nobody understood what this was. It's right. re- actually a really, really easy explanation for mo- most cases. It's diabetes. Yeah, uh, it's, sure. it, it's a symptom of diabetes. Um, now, these guys almost certainly did not have diabetes because uh, nowhere else in recorded history is shit like this. Like, this, this just doesn't happen. 
and I would not believe eating a shit ton of pizza pizza back in the 1800s. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, now I would not believe what I'm about to tell you is true if I did not find actual medical studies documenting it. <laughs> Keep in mind these are from like the 18 17 1800s, so like they're not the most medically sound, but like everything <laughs> I'm going to tell you was has eyewitnesses. I love like medical shit from back then. It's yeah. so awesome. And we slapped leeches on his eyeballs and he still died. I don't believe it. Next time we're going to pump acid up his asshole. We cut his legs off so hopefully all the flu would drain out the bottom. Yeah. He seemed to need more blood, so he just dumped it into his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um like, I'm I'm trying to explain like uh if I've seen polyphagia anywhere. Uh, you you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. You remember the episode where he had them eat the raccoon meat thinking yes. it was human meat? And they ran around saying, I need more meat. I, I have the hunger. It's like that, but without the worms. Oh, man. And, Good show. Yeah. Um, so this episode, we're talking about two different individuals who happened to fight in the same war uh, from two different countries who suffered from, I guess, what you could call a real life zombie hunger affliction. <laughs> zombie? Just because, like, you never see a zombie get full. They just no. They just kind of shuffle around, and their only baser instinct is just finding more food. That's pretty much what these guys ended up doing. Oh, okay. Now they didn't feed on brains, but you know, like kinda. Kind. All right. So the first guy we're gonna like talk about is Charles Domery, sometimes known as Charles Domers. We're just gonna call him Charles. Charles works. That's super close to Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> He's like. I think so, that means something. Yeah. Uh, it's actually. Uh, Dahmer's great, great, great grandfather. Uh, Charles was born in Poland sometime around 1778. And from what anybody can gather, he was a totally normal, normal kid for at least a while. That's what everybody says, though. Yeah. Uh, then at the age of 13, when some kids start going through the throes of puberty, young Charles began to go through other changes. Um, his appetite began to grow, and no matter what he ate, it would not go away. He claimed to have nine other brothers who experienced much of the same problems. Nine brothers? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Apparently, they just give birth at litters. Serial birthers. Uh, according to Domery, he would try to go to bed around 8 p.m. And he didn't even sweating. Fucking scrub. <laughs> uh, he'd be in sweating profusely. Um, he would try to ignore this. Uh, he, so he was sweating so much from being hungry. He's like, really? He's kind of like going through withdrawals. That's crazy. Um, he would try to ignore it and go to sleep, but by 1 a.m. it would he blended his food and shot it up like heroin? No. That'd be awesome. No, uh, it's actually more horrifying than that. Oh. Uh, by 1 a.m., his hunger would become intolerable, forcing him to wake up and find something, anything to eat. If he couldn't, and I'm going to assume he didn't because he lived with nine fucking people who are all bottomless pit zombies like him, uh, they're just like human sharks, like just walking just in circles. Just nine people. Yeah. Um, if he couldn't find anything to eat, uh, he would just start chain smoking until the sweating stopped. <laughs> Nicotine is a appetite suppressant. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that's why a lot of people lose weight when they start smoking and gain weight when they quit. Ah, okay. okay. Uh, eventually the, uh, enough cigarettes would make the, uh, the hunger pangs going to be able to go back to bed for at least a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Just, just eat the side of the bedpost or something. Just gnawing on the wall. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of. What happened? Uh, now, yes. Uh, due to chronic food shortages at home, or maybe because he was afraid one of his own brothers would eventually just fucking eat him, uh, he ran off and joined the Prussian army. Now, uh, more guys. Right. Uh, well, he thought 
Well, the Prussian army sucks. Like, living in the army in the 1700s is terrible, and the Prussian army has a reputation for being brutal. They would at least feed him. Uh, by the way, he was 13. Holy shit, just chain-smoking? <laughs> just chain-smoking and joined the army at 13 years old. What were you doing when you were 13 years old? I think I was finding out if I could masturbate. Possibly. Hmm. I was definitely playing a lot of Pokemon, but also, yes. I don't think I was playing any Pokemon. My mom wouldn't let me have it, uh, yeah. a game system. It's the uh, tool of the devil. Yeah. Uh, every time you cast out a Pokeball, you cast out a little bit of Jesus Christ, too. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately for young Charles, the Prussian army was balls deep in the War of the First Coalition. Uh, so, I'm not going to go into the details of the War of the First Coalition. Just know it was a botch attempt to smother the French Revolution at its crib before it could spread through the rest of Europe. Uh, generally, armies do not eat well on a campaign. Uh, and in the 1700s, and the, and the Prussian one was no different. Charles found this totally intolerable. Uh, so... The problem was he wasn't actually dying. Like he, he wasn't starving to death, but his brain was telling him he was starving to death. You're going to die, bro. Right. He was just eating the same amount of food as everybody else. Yeah, which the, admittedly, the rations. Yeah, admittedly, it was not a lot, but like he wasn't going to die. Yeah. But his brain was like, you need to eat, eat that guy. Like, yeah. do something. <laughs> you see those toes? You should eat that shit. Mm. Plot in the future here. So... Uh, when his units surround the town of Thionville, he simply walked up to the gates and surrendered to the French Revolutionary Army. Do you guys have better rations? That is what he thought. Yes! <laughs> he thought, uh, and he had heard that the French army was eating better, which is really, really dumb, because at this point, the French Revolutionary Army is, like, just slapdick together, and, like, they hardly had enough officers to go around, let alone food. Uh, so, to welcome their new captain... Uh, the new captive, a French officer, gave him a melon, uh, which like a whole melon. Yeah, uh, which Charles then promptly consumed, rind and all, in front of his new buddies, uh, who immediately probably had to be freaked the fuck out. Like, who did we let in this town? <laughs> just, <laughs> just devours an entire watermelon rind in front of him. Like, have you ever accidentally eaten a little bit of rind? Kinda, yeah, kind of gross. Not, yeah, it's not. It's yeah, no, it, not the it best. makes you sick. Yeah, didn't I'd make imagine. Charles sick. Like the people that take the banana out and just eat the banana peel. Yeah, he'd definitely do that. Yeah, I feel Char- like he Charles would throw away the banana. Be- <laughs> <laughs> um, now the French uh, were hard up for people, so they enlisted the hungry boy, promising that they would feed him. Did they keep him in a cage too? <laughs> <laughs> they probably should have. Uh, Charles was granted double rations in an attempt to staunch what his never-ending fuck? hunger. And as you guessed, uh, the double rations were just kind of like a drop in the bucket. He spent his meager paycheck on whatever food he could afford, which was not enough. He this then, dude's expensive. He's literally a bottomless pet. It's like attempting to feed um, like a wood chipper until it's full. This is what my parents swore I did growing up, was is, that, that I was a bottomless pit. This is what I do when I'm drunk. Yes. <laughs> Just wander around and eat things. Um, he would then troll around the army's camp looking for anything he could eat. Sometimes that included four or five pounds of grass. What the? F- <laughs> Jesus. Just imagine you're on like sentry duty, like bored as shit, <laughs> walking around at night, like, fuck, is Private Domery dude just grazing yeah, across just, the yeah. field, <laughs> fighting the horses for food? <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> and uh, when that was enough, he would prey on the camp's feral cat population. Uh, he ate so I guess many that's cats. a service. He ate so many cats. That people knows cats would not go anywhere fucking near him. That's a service. Uh, so if you were to guess how many cats this man managed to snag. 24. 
higher. A <laughs> hundred higher. What? <laughs> One hundred and seventy goddamn cats. That's awesome. And that's just what they kept track of. <laughs> he would leave behind only piles of skin and bones. What? And he did not use tools when he ate. He would just kind of chase them down, strangle them, and rip them apart with his bare hands. That's insane. Yeah. Now, again, imagine you're on sentry duty, <laughs> and you're kind of bored, and you're just chain-smoking to stay awake, and you watch this guy who's, pro- I'm going to assume naked, like just <laughs> running down a cat, like, and then just Like when Rocky was apart, training, and he was chasing the chicken, he's doing that. Yeah, but then but he eating the it. chicken. Yeah. So, uh, I'm kind of picturing, you remember 300, that terrible movie? When they have the documentary, that, yeah. When they have that huge dude on fucking chains and they're holding him down. Yeah, and then Charles Domery comes out of the crowd and just tearing at him with his fucking fingernails. I was thinking, that's just him. That's what the, the French just treat him like. They're just ho- trying to hold him down during battle. Yeah. And then they release him. Take off the muzzle! <laughs> yeah. Now, imagine being his supervisor. So how is Private Domery doing? Well, sir, I've been needing to talk to you about that he's really scaring everybody he comes like we just hear shrieks of cats and he comes in covered in fur and blood and he ate my pencil <laughs> he ate my wife yeah. <laughs> uh probably uh because being around charles was just simply terrifying he was eventually exiled to the french navy which i wasn't aware of something that happened they just like sent him to the navy like the navy someone was like rid sweet of cool uh, he ended up aboard the ship, the Hotch. Um, now, I don't know how the fuck this happened because he had no naval training whatsoever, but he ended up being pretty good at his job. And no, he, that's and, good. And unlike his time in the army, he saw a ton of combat. Um, he ended up being good at that as well, except he was easily distracted. For instance, uh, one time an in- incoming cannonball tore off a sailor's leg, which Charles dropped what he was doing and then attempted to eat it. What? <laughs> He, a crew member, was forced to fight him off with a knife and throw it overboard. He, who was thrown overboard? The the leg. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Because I mean, this is way before you could reattach a leg. Well, I feel like they probably should have just given them the leg. Just give them the leg. Yeah, you're not, you're not using it exactly. I mean, but like, if there's one thing that's demoralizing while you're under incoming artillery, it's like watching the new guy just go <laughs> in the ham corner on a leg. Yeah, in the corner, he's just like <laughs> just gnawing Anybody on want ship? some? Now, like now, imagine you're playing tug of war with your dog, and he's like, you grab it, the toy, and he's like, rrr, rrr. it's like <laughs> yeah. that, but he's a person. It's a human leg. It's like, no, private, drop the leg. Like a fourteen-year-old sailor. Yeah. yeah, he's he's maybe fourteen, fourteen or fifteen. Like somebody hit that boy with a stick. Yes, yeah. they're trying to spray water in his face. Hit him over the leg with more body parts. Like hit him over the head. And just uh. Uh. distract him with a body part. I don't know. Somebody rip off your finger and throw it in the other direction. Yeah. Uh, eventually, the ship was captured by the British Navy, and the entire crew was thrown in a prison camp near Liverpool. Oh, now he's not eating. About that. Uh, while there, his antics scared the British to their goddamn core. They decided to give him as much food as possible. Feed him! Feed him. <laughs> just, just keep giving him food or he's going to eat us! Because <laughs> like, this guy has withstood musket fire and cannonballs and eaten people... Like eating people's legs and torn cats apart. Like at this point, he's just like a fucking the Eli Roth version of the Highlander. Just give him food until he goes away. Just gnawing on their rifles. <laughs> it's it's cutting his gums. My bayonet's attached. He doesn't seem to notice. Um, so they event the British eventually put him on ten people's worth of rations. 
That's a lot of rations. Ten people. Still, it did not slow him down. Okay. He ate all the candles and bedding the guards put out. What? At least 20 rats made the mistake of wandering into a cell, and he also ate random medicine he found in the camp infirmary. So How's he not dead? I don't know. He's like the dog that you own that eats metal and, like, fucking dirt and gasoline and doesn't die. (laughs) I should take you to the vet, but you seem to be fine. (laughs) You're doing actually really well. You're actually way healthier than pre-gasoline. Now, he's eating, like, medicine, which back then just probably all opium-based. So the whole, now imagine he's running down rats and cats and shit, but he's just chasing the dragon the whole time. Just high as yeah. fuck. Uh, now, the magic trick of being a human garbage disposal and not dying attracted the attention of a guy named Dr. J. Johnson. I'm going to assume his first name was also Johnson. Dr. Jo- Dr. Johnson, Johnson. Johnson. Johnson uh, which now makes diapers. Uh, Lotion? How was Johnson and Baby Johnson oil? make? Uh, they make all sorts of, I, I don't know baby if it's stuff. for babies or made out of babies. Ooh. <laughs> it's baby tallow. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Johnson decided to conduct an experiment. He decided to see what exactly Charles could do and decided to just give him as much food as he could physically handle or he died. Let's put him on our hot dog eating team. It's like that scene from The Simpsons where he goes to hell and uh, the Satan has a donut eating machine. Just keeps cramming donuts in his mouth, and he breaks the machine because he runs out of donuts. That's kind of what happened. Nice. Uh, So starting at 4 a.m. and going on until 1 p.m. of the same day, this is the list of things that Charles was offered. Four pounds of raw liver, six pounds of raw cow udder, five pounds of raw beef, 12 large candles, and as much beer as he could drink. To wash it down. (laughs) So... The udders. I don't know. Where, <laughs> they where just, did they have all these udders? Yeah, like, they uh, just, we have to go into our udder stores. Uh, <laughs> At this point, they're looking for the parts of cows that nobody wants to eat. Like, I think it, we got these tits. It's just a <laughs> joke. You eat the tits? Yeah, I think it's just a joke at this point. They're like, hey, throw, hey, toss that in. Toss that in. I bet he only, oh, fuck, he's eating it. <laughs> yeah, oh, you owe me money. <laughs> not, <laughs> not only did this not even slow Charles down, the doctor ran out of food for his experiment. Though he did note in his uh, medical notes that while doing all this, Charles did not take a single break to take a shit, piss, or vomit. <laughs> uh, and after the experiment, he was happily dancing around and smoking his pipe. When it was all over, he was hungry again. He tried eating my notes as well. (laughs) He tried eating one of the assistants. They just feed him like uh, one of the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, like on a hoist. (laughs) (laughs) It's the whole cow. Yeah, like a bush. (laughs) Uh, Also, uh, this whole time, he looked relatively normal. Uh, We're going to talk about somebody who was not normal next. He's normal. No. He looked like a normal person the whole time. I'm assuming he had teeth of fucking wrought iron because he's tearing through animals who are definitely fighting him the whole time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after this experiment in Liverpool, uh, nobody's really sure what the fuck happened to Charles Domery. He just kind of vanished. He was on the English hot dog eating team. I So he just vanishes from the earth, but so do like most of the prisoners that were with him. Like the, the accounts from the hosh prisoners just end. So I'm assuming he ate everybody and then himself and then oh, the yeah, city of himself. Liverpool yeah. because it just doesn't exist. Liverpool's not really a place. So, I mean, Charles Domery ate it. Um, that is the normal one. We're going to go to the not normal one. Uh, okay. 
uh, our second star of the show, and this one is quite dark. Uh, it brings us to a man who's known simply as Tarie or Tarar, depending on who is reading the Tarar. story. Tarar. Um, it's probably not his real name. Uh, as a apparently you think he gave himself that name. Yes, uh, there's a good wow, re- there's a, a good reason to think that. Um, it's because there's a French phrase at the time that uh, was bomb bomb Tarie, which was somehow used as a description for explosions. So he probably, I don't speak French, so I don't know. Um, he probably named himself after that because of a future job, which we'll talk about. Uh, now, our explosion boy was born sometime around 1772 in Lyon, France. Much like Charles, he was born to a large and poor family. Around the same time as Charles, his cravings began. So I guess there's like two paths you can take down puberty. You become, I don't know, a n- biologically normal person. Or you become Kirby. Ooh. <laughs> like, that's nasty. That's, that's what's happened here. The French have created Kirby. Just sucking in everything. Yeah. Uh, unlike Charles, however, Tarier's family had nothing to do with this freak ass and kicked him out on the street as soon as he was 17. This kid's weird. <laughs> it's, oh, gross. Get out of here. Unfortunately for Tarier, his life only began to get worse. Uh, so, I told you before that... Uh, Charles looked normal. Yeah. Tarier grew to be only about 100 pounds. Uh, he had an oversized mouthful of rotten teeth, and he could not stop sweating. And whatever came out of his pores smelled rotten as shit. Oh, God. Uh, one person described Tarier as, quote, constantly covered in sweat, and his body a vapor arose, sensible to the sight and more so to the smell. Ugh. Yeah, if... Think about what I just said. He actually had fucking stink lines coming off of him in real life like he was an old cartoon. Oh, man. I mean, just like, I imagine it's like if you hang out around a, like, a, like a meth head and he's sweating it out. That's what Tarier s- smelled like. But it's all, all the time. But it's just like cat organs or something. Uh, also, he had um, like he was, had huge flaps of skin, like extra skin. Like you know, have you ever seen like the show My Six Hundred Pound Life? Yeah. Have you ever seen what they look like after yeah. they lose all that weight? He looked like that, but he was never overweight. Um, he was just like a he was a flappy human being. <laughs> he had flaps. That should have been a mercy kill. Yeah, I feel like in this one instance, like the Spartan idea of like let's just chuck this freak off a cliff. Yeah, probably a good no idea. No six pack, no beard. Uh, we were gonna drop our standards a bit, but he's got all these flappy bits. Let's let's, let's just chuck him. Unfortunately, they throw that infant off the cliff, and he's like a flying squirrel with all those flaps. Oh, yeah, he's just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how Tarier was born. It's like, goodbye, Dad, the world needs me. <laughs> just his skin going through flapping. the yeah. uh, People also complained he was constantly burping and farting. I don't know why that's so funny to me. I'm a child. Um, so you have this guy who smells like a detoxing meth head constantly burping and farting um, and he looks like slender man or like uh i don't know like an anime cartoon with a way too big mouth full of just teeth that look like they're standing in open ranks (laughs) this dude is fucking horrifying already the last story was better (laughs) it gets worse that's where I get to say it. Wait for it. It gets much worse. Uh, uh, so he kind of looked in what I imagine smelled like Gollum or Smeagol from yeah, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 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 I can see that. So if you were to pick one job that someone like this could do, what would it be? 
I would imagine a garbage man. Well, I mean, maybe, he's kind of just a living garbage man. Yeah, maybe so, he has to work the sewer system uh, forever. When he, when he was on the streets, uh, when it, after his parents kicked him out, he would just go around and eat garbage off the side of the road. And oh, like, so he was the garbage man. Yeah, yeah. except like he was a little respected significantly less uh, than garbage men, are, garbage men are currently respected, which mm-hmm. is not very high. Um, I salute mine every time. Yeah, they're braver than the troops. <laughs> uh, if you if you've seen my trash, you know what they have to fucking deal with. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So he just wandered the streets eating like rats, pigeons, and, and garbage. <laughs> He's looking at the raccoons like, "You gonna eat that?" Oh no, he would eat the raccoons too. The ra- uh, anything that he didn't any eat, disagreement, yeah. yeah. Anything that he didn't eat is just because he couldn't catch it. Um. So the one job he could get was a freak show performer. They just throw garbage on him? Kinda, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Everybody it watch this guy. It wasn't technically a freak show. It was more like a circus. I imagine he didn't get paid. They just fed him. Well, that's the thing. That's, what he, that's how he got paid. Uh, so the gig ended up being pretty sweet for Tarie because his gimmick would be he would eat. Fuck yeah, all I gotta do he is eat. He would simply sit on stage and eat whatever anybody threw at him. <laughs> now, people are dickheads these days and they have other forms of entertainment. This is the 1700s where entertainment is throwing garbage at a man who will eat it. So you can imagine what they threw. So this ranged from entire baskets of apples, dozens of raw That's eggs, not that fun. raw meat, and because people are assholes, wine corks, bottles, and gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a- Which probably explains how he got the nickname. Explosion guts. Ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like... Maybe the gunpowder was seasoning for some of the food. I don't. I imagine he can't taste. Like it has. If I was starving to death and I had to eat, I would not literally eat garbage. I might pick food out of garbage. He was just eating garbage. Like, cause you're gonna taste it. He'd eat your homework. Yeah, he's the dog that eats your homework, yeah. and also your dog, and also you. Oh man, <laughs> that's not cool. Uh, he eventually lost this job. Because dur- during one of his breaks, he went off to the bathroom and took a shit that smelled so powerfully that nobody would go back to the show. That's awesome. <laughs> what do they expect? They're feeding him literal shit. Do you think he ate that shit too? I don't know. Like he was like, oh, seconds in like <laughs> perpetual energy machine. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the one line that he drew. Is like even he's like Ugh. too far. Uh, and it was noted uh, for the rest of Tarier's life that his shits were, like, toxic. Like, he cleared out hospitals with them. Jesus. I mean, if you think about it. His diapers must have been fucking terrible. I mean, with what he was eating, he was just shitting at a landfill. <laughs> All I can imagine is, uh, for some reason, uh, from RoboCop, the food that he has to eat, that's all I see just coming out of him all the time. <laughs> Oh, shit. Because that uh, looks terrible. Yeah. It's, it looks like astronaut, astronaut food going in and out. The only time I ever shit like that is in the field. Where it just looks uh, weird, feels weird. When I eat an MRE, I just don't poop. And then when it does come up, when it does go, it's, it, you're literally I'm passing a kidney stone to my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I don't. I shit. It's awesome. <laughs> you're, you're when God comes out like people. soft serve. Oh, God. All right. All right. <laughs> Speaking of shit, we have to move on with our story. Uh, now that Tarier was unemployed, and he had to find another way to feed himself. And since he ate everything else, 
he had to go to the one job that is below freak show performer. He enlisted in the army. That's below. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's awesome. That's they, us. They'll basically do the same shit. They'll gather out. Hey, hey, throw your fucking boot in. <laughs> Eat it. <laughs> Somebody throw Jones in that bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw the new private. <laughs> Now, uh, even the French Revolutionary Army in such a dire need for manpower did not actually think this weird motherfucker could be a lion soldier. Remember how small and weird he looks. <laughs> Catching <laughs> fucking musket balls. Like, he just tries to catch up in his mouth like it's a treat. Like a tic-tac. Yeah, I mean, I'm, he is so small and frail looking, if he fired a musket, he would just get folded in half. <laughs> yeah, so they decided to make him kind of like menial labor and like kind of like a servant. He would uh, wander around the camp and do menial soldier work for other people, and they would pay him in food. You can shine so my I boots. Gu- I guess that's just a uniformed slave. Don't eat the shine. Uh, however, due to his habit of eating things that were not food, he eventually yes. ended up in a hospital. Uh, Finally. Now, um, it's not really said how he ended up in the hospital, because like, if things could hurt him, he should have been dead by now. Yeah. But they kind of leave that part out. I think it was probably like a camp-born illness, like cholera or something. Maybe he just got beat. Also, yeah. Somebody'd probably beat this guy's ass more than once. Because he'd steal food if like oh, nobody yeah. would pay him. Yeah. He'd just steal your food. Or try to eat your finger when you try to feed him. Yeah. I mean, he was also eating clothes and like boots. Yeah. So he probably just ate somebody's dress uniform or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eat somebody's sword. Uh, however, due to his habit... Uh, I already said that. Moving on. Uh, once... Uh, he was at the hospitals. Doctors quickly became astounded at this tiny, weird creature, ate as much <laughs> as an entire platoon's worth of soldiers. Oh, man. Do you think they opened his stomach up like Jaws and they found like license plates? <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Yes. Um, they became more surprised when he ate as many rations as 30 men. And then when that was enough, began to eat the hospital's gauze and surgical tools that they left lying around. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just eating knives. Fuck it. He ate the cleaver? I mean, like... that was a surgical that, that, tool. Yeah, just a fucking hacksaw. Yeah. And a, and a butcher's knife. But, like, that, that just... He's not eating. He's just swallowing. Oh. He, he doesn't eat like a pig. He eats more like a duck because pigs tend to chew. Just hawking it back. Um, they decided, like Charles, it is a great idea to see how much and what yeah. he, he could do. So, like, let's think back to all these these doctors, like, when they're confronted by, like, I don't know, Kirby. Like, uh, let's just put a desk in it. Uh, let, let's see what we can do. Like, not like, oh, dear God, he's eating the gauze. Or, like, maybe... Still got blood on it. <laughs> that is still on somebody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their first two experiments were two large meat pies, several plates of grease, what? piles of salt, and four gallons of milk. I think they're just being assholes. Like, eat this grease. Eat it. Sweet grease. Eat the grease. And then just like a grip full of salt. Like yeah, at that I point, mean, they're just trying to make him do the cracker challenge mid, mid-experiment. Oh, man, that's not good. Uh, so Tarier ate all of this and immediately fell asleep on the ground. Just, nice. They just, tuckered him out. Yeah, he just curled up and ball would sleep, which is exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like I a, need to go sleep this one off. Like a dog. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and uh, turn into a donut. <laughs> uh, they decided uh, they needed to step it up. Like, clearly, plates of grease and handfuls of salt were enough to, to turn him off from eating. So they gave him a live cat. All right. I got to ask, how many cats were there just laying around Western Europe at this time in history? Because, like, 
Charles Donnery ate 170 of them in, in less than a year. Like, I don't even believe if I gather all the cats currently in the city that we're sitting in, there'd be 100 cats. Yeah, no. And also, like, if a doctor's like, I'm going to go get a cat, and he just has one on hand. Yeah, <laughs> just out of his coat. Oh, let me get this out of my, out of my eaten cat basket. These cats are for eating. Um, They're, no. Uh, yeah. So... He tore it apart and ate it in front of a crowd of horrified onlookers. After- oh, God. <laughs> like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. You gave the man a cat. You- I swear to God, they're placing bets. They have to be. I mean, like, you watched him eat a goddamn saw and a knife. What do you think he was going to do to the cat? I mean, maybe vomit the saw and knife up and use it on the cat. But he, uh, after he got done eating the cat, he He's then- a utility belt. Inside I of his stomach. I need a saw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after he was done eating the cat, he vomited up its fur and skin, mm. which leads me to believe he was like expertly engineered to be this freak of nature. Because <laughs> like that's not something people can do. Sorry, I can't eat that stuff. Oh, but you can eat the saw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, like, how did he? Like, this couldn't have been trained. That makes me believe that he just swallowed the cat. Because otherwise, why is there so much fur attached to it? Just like. All right, down the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then came a collection of birds, snakes, eels, and puppies. Oh. It should be noted, however, that he ate the eels without chewing and just kind of deep throated oh, them. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're slimy too. Oh, they'll go down easy. They're they're pre greased. Yeah. Should have fed them electric eels. Yeah. You think he doesn't have a gag reflex? Definitely not. I mean, he swallowed the whole cat. Yeah. He he is eating the pussy. Nice. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> Got it out. I, I actually, the original uh, name for this episode is The Men Who Eat Pussy. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, and then I realized SoundCloud would totally not let that on there, and neither would iTunes. So it's going to be The Men Who Eat Cats. Oh, oh. boring. Yeah. Uh, so after studying how he ate, they had to study how he pooped. Ugh. Yep. He got fired for shitting. Yeah, the doctors went for a rude awakening. Uh, after feeding him ten, <laughs> let's pu- see his shit. <laughs> let's see this fucking massacre, kid. Uh, so after feeding him tens of pounds of raw meat and watching him take a dump, a doctor described as quote fetid beyond all conception. <laughs> Here, shit in this jar, <laughs> which is like the medical word of what the fuck. <laughs> I wonder how they like. Did just, they wait for him to shit like an animal? Like they were waiting in the fucking following around the backyard. Yeah, with a with a bag <laughs> with like clipboards and shit. Oh man, what did you expect was gonna happen? You watched him eat like so much cow udder. When you see him shit and probably go, Oh god. <laughs> there's an issue. It's like when the dog farts and leaves the room. Yeah. You know it's gonna be bad. Oh yeah. When when like Tarier is like you. You really don't want to come with me when Ooh, I. Ooh, I imagine his farts are probably really bad too. His farts like have to like boil skin. So what I used to do when I was uh, really young in the army, during uh, briefs and when it got real quiet in the room, I used to just let out if I could squeak out a little fart. If not, then I let out a fake one just because everybody will start. I'll, I just want to gauge the room on how mature they are. Everybody's just start laughing. Little, Everybody giggles. Yeah, everybody just giggles like, ah, ah. <laughs> Some grizzled sergeant major's like, hey, 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 good one. I can imagine his are just, ugh. Sergeant major's farts or Tarier's farts? Both. I mean, the sergeant major only farts dust. He's old. Um, Tarier, he's farting something close to nerve agent, I believe. Like, it's like, 
if you remember back to Iran Iraq series where they're where they're oh. fucking around and handling mustard gas without protective gear. Yeah. It's like that, except it's asshole. Wearing stuff I clean my dishes with <laughs> as gloves. This is when the surgeons got an idea. <laughs> if you're thinking Let's dissect his shit. Uh well they noticed a lot of his poop was not digested. Because remember, so the cat just came out. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen things. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, like you, you have to imagine he's eating a lot of stuff that isn't food. So he's just shitting out knives and forks. (laughs) Yeah, how's that passing? That just remember that gave them an idea. And if you're thinking this idea is horrifying, you are correct. They a doctor wrote a letter and placed it in a small one box, and then told Tarie to eat it. Oh, magic trick! Uh, Once he did. Uh, of of course, I mean, like, he handed him a box, he's just gonna eat it. You don't even have to ask him. He's yeah, he's like, alright, so this box, gone. Like, alright, never mind. Okay. Uh, this, the doctors then waited eagerly for Tarya to take one of his horrific shits. When he did, they picked through his shit. Oh, God. Found the one box, opened it, and then found the letter inside. You think that was a Unharmed. magic trick, like, <laughs> in front of people, like, and this is my letter. Oh! Is, is that your card? <laughs> yeah, just no, but that's my bicycle. <laughs> uh, now remember, uh, gloves and like rubber gloves don't exist yet. Yeah, so he's just finger fucking through his shit, looking for his. Oh god! And this is a this is a small enough box where he could poop it out. So it's like size of the palm of your hand. Um, and he found his letter unharmed inside. The doctor had discovered a perfect way to pass messages without being found out. Oh, my God. <laughs> because if Tarier was searched, they would find nothing. I imagine they wouldn't even try searching him. They, oh, fuck. You smell. <laughs> Just go. You smell like somebody shit a foot. <laughs> Get out. I did shit a foot. <laughs> <laughs> you have foot? <laughs> Uh, so he alert- alerted the generals of the Army of the Rhine, which probably rightfully did not d- did not believe the doctor for a fucking second. And the doctor's like, all right, I'll show you. So the doctor brought Tarie to the commanders of the army and demonstrated his talents. <laughs> Tarie ate another box with a different letter and in front of a crowd of revolutionary uh, French generals, shit it onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the... <laughs> The whole Coliseum real quiet. He just... (laughs) (laughs) Imagine all these people, like legendary generals, all gathered looking ultra serious around like a table as a man is just straining. The aides aides have their notes and fucking quill out. (laughs) Uh, And at that, he proved his rectal delivery service totally worked. (laughs) So the commanders arranged for Tarier to eat another letter. Uh, and take it to Prussia, where he could shit it out and deliver it to a captured French colonel. Now, you have to hold this shit. Now, he was to pose as a German peasant, uh, and Tarier made it across France. Smells like a peasant. Fuck, he smells like a peasant shit. Uh, Tarier made it across the French border and into Prussia. So far, the plan is working flawlessly. One problem, though. If you were to say, pose as a German person, what would you think the bare minimum of you should... I imagine speaking some type of German. Right. So if you were to guess what Tarier did not do. Ah. He did not speak a word of German. Uh, that's when the Prussian soldiers found him wandering around and began to question him. In German, when Tarier stared back at them confused, they arrested him. 
They got they touched him. Uh, I can imagine they had to just hit him a bit, hit him with a stick, probably. Uh, once he was brought to a Prussian army camp, uh, the Prussians began to search him because they knew he was a spy. Oh, uh, but no matter where they looked, they simply could not find anything on the man. So they resorted to good old fastened torture. His clothes are greasy. They tortured him so severely that quote Tarier voided the wooden case. Yes, he was tortured so badly. He shit himself. I imagine, yeah. It gets worse. They read it. Now, I know what you're thinking. This means he failed in his mission to smuggle the letter undetected. Tarier, it turned out, was incredibly dedicated to this mission. Or more likely... Oh, fuck, no. Just very, very hungry. No. Because <laughs> he immediately turned around, dug into his own pile of shit, grabbed the box, and ate it again. <laughs> so... Did he clear out the torture room after he shit himself? Now, the captors didn't see what he did. Like, they didn't notice the box because it was small. They literally just saw him eat his own shit. Uh, Yeah. And they quickly came to the conclusion that they did not want to keep this man in custody. (laughs) Uh, Because immediately after he ate his own shit box, Carrier escaped and ran back to France. I meant it was more like a waddle. He's trying, trying to hold just so much poop inside of him. Imagine he probably didn't care. Uh, here's the kicker for the entire mission. Like, if you were going to eat, if you were, if you were a, a G-man or a spy or whatever. A shit man. A, a sh- sh- S-man. Uh, you would have to, like, assume that, like, the fate of the entire army rests on you keeping this note. Like, so that's, you're going to eat it. Like, that's the only way I could ever see him as, like, all of America depends on you eating this that box covered in poop. That letter probably some horse shit, like. Hey, what's up? What are you doing over there? That's exactly what it was. No, fuck <laughs> So, the general of the Army of the Rhine thought Tarier was fucking insane and didn't trust him with any real military secrets. He was pretty right. Uh, instead, the letter he had him shit and then eat again was an order... Uh, so, the, the thing that he effectively nearly killed himself over, because like even he, he can't eat fistfuls of his own shit, uh, and, you know, in order to protect the mission, it was a simple letter to the colonel to acknowledge he'd received it. It was a test run. Okay. So it was nothing. What was his grade? What? What, what, what was his grade for the test? Uh, I'm going to assume he failed. Okay. Because the colonel did not get the letter. Um, now, after all his torture and eating his own poop, and also Tarier was terrified from further military service after everything he's been through, he immediately went to the hospital and began to kind of malinger around a bit. Uh, while he recovered in the hospital, to the surprise of the staff who had never met him before, began to eat his blankets and clothes. Okay, yeah. Un- not I mean, surprised. That, yeah, at this point, yeah, sure, of course you'd do that. Yeah. Nurses were horrified. Guy's when they, hungry. Yeah, nurses were horrified when they caught him skulking around the hospital and drinking blood from a dying man's wounds. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm a doctor. So it was... <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you just have bad blood in you. I need to get it all out. Uh, now, the hospital decided they were, they were going to be the first people to cure Tarier. How the fuck? Now, since Did nobody, they on doing nobody had any idea what the hell was wrong with him, they pretty much just pumped him full of opium and tobacco, which that stopped him from pooping. Like, when you're jacked up on opium, you get really constipated. And so, like, so least, it worked. At least they only have to deal with half his problem. Now. Yeah, they don't have to deal with his he, shit. He's not shitting out napalm anymore. 
So instead of, curing, instead of curing him, the now incredibly high Tarie would escape from the hospital at night and, and fight stray dogs over scraps of food <laughs> and break into the hospital morgues and begin to eat dead bodies. Now, imagine doing all <laughs> this fight. and he's just tripping balls. The, the fighting the dogs is fucking awesome. I, you know, Senators! I, <laughs> just fighting fucking... The dogs are like, what the fuck, man? What the yeah. fuck? God. Uh, this convinced the hospital staff that no shit, they couldn't cure him after all. He's eating bodies now. I feel like you're able to kill these guys. Um, now, Especially back then. Well, just like take him out back and shoot him. Well, they have like insane asylums and stuff. And that's where the nurses and doctors want to send him. Um, but the doctor conducting the experiments wanted to keep him because he's like, I'm totally getting close to the cure. How, do, you know, how like, does he figure he thinks he's doing the opposite of a cure? Because like before thou, he hasn't eaten any bodies. But like since you've pumped him full of drugs, he's starting gnawing on dead bodies. So we've somehow went in reverse. Whatever. He's close. And that was when one night a 14 month old baby went missing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, now, everybody immediately became convinced there's Tarie <laughs> that he ate oh, it. Oh, I thought. Dumpster baby. Uh, he'd, he'd definitely need a baby out of the dumpster. Yeah. Uh, now, everybody immediately uh, assumed he <laughs> ate the baby. Yeah. It's like, oh, Tarie. <laughs> Only Tarie. Yeah. Yeah, Tarie's in the back, like, Matt. <laughs> uh, man's got to make a living. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why it came out like fucking Flintstones, but. Um, Wabba, yabba dabba do. <laughs> Yeah, but Dabba, I'm gonna eat your baby. <laughs> oh man! Uh, even though they were uh, they were pretty surely oh, convinced it was him. I see. They couldn't find the evidence. He uh, became the abortion clinic after this. No. Oh no. No. Oh okay. <laughs> um. So uh, now there was no evidence because he, he <laughs> ate it. Yeah. Uh, so they have to sift through his shit. Uh. So they decided um, to chase off the freakish, ghoulish, like fucking freaking Smeagol monster <laughs> yeah. out of their hospital. Uh, they had him run for his life while chasing him with sticks, torches, and pitchforks. Back, foul beast! <laughs> Back to hell where you came from. They need to open up his stomach like Jaws, dude. Uh, and he vanished for about four years. Um, when he reemerged, he was dying of tuberculosis in a Versailles hospital. Uh, now, Tarie was not aware that tuberculosis was killing him. Instead, he thought it was because he ate a fork that went down bad. How do you come up with that? Because uh, he probably ate a whole bunch of forks. I feel like uh, it'd be like the cartoons where you could see it in their necks, like the whole fork. <laughs> he just saw a fork and he's like, yep, that's a fork. Yeah, he thought, so he ate some rich person's golden forks and thought that made him sick. That was what, but he had tuberculosis. Cool, I have money, which and I can eat is, is as close as doctors of the day could probably get for diagnosing him. Oh, you, you have drop foot throat. Uh, you, you have McWelderson's wasting disease. Uh, it's a fork. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you have the consumption, kid. Uh, doctors wanted to find out exactly what was going on inside of him. Um, so he died. <laughs> okay. Tari eventually just dropped it. Uh, he he died. Um, so they they took Tari's body to a uh, autopsy room. They fi- finally figure out just bro, what the fuck? 
it turned out the worst was yet to come. The baby was still alive and five years old at this point in his stomach. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've been eating everything that came down that throat. I've eaten so many other babies. <laughs> Thankfully, Tarie had Thank pre- God he ate silver, like silverware. <laughs> his whole, co- he has like a whole <laughs> dorm room set up in there. Uh, yeah, thank God he ate a womb. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to grow up in here. Um, now, when they cut into Tarie's body to conduct the autopsy, they unleashed a horrifying stench that cleared the hospital oh, entirely. God. So this is a direct quote from the medical study. Quote, the entrails were putrid, confounded together, and immersed in pus. The liver was excessively large, void of consistence, and a putrescent state. The gallbladder was a, consistent, uh, was a considerate magnitude. The stomach in a lax state and having ulcerated patches dispersed throughout it, covering almost the entire abdominal region. The dude is just literally like a living infection full of ulcers. He should have died way earlier. He should have died at birth. (laughs) His stomach filled his entire abdominal cavity. Uh, And doctor, That's not right. No. And doctors noted that his throat was so wide, if they uh, tilted his head back, they could stare down his throat and look directly into his stomach. Oh, I was thinking something else. You could see straight down to his asshole. (laughs) You could see the light on the other side. Like when you, like, hey, hey, Johnson, put your finger down there. And that's how Scientology was formed. Yeah. How many fingers am I holding up? Four. Holy shit. (laughs) It is the tunnel to end all tunnels. Yeah, like that just defies biology. So like Tari was a mutant. He's like the worst X-Men mutant. Yeah, he is. What can you do? I eat until I die. Watch this. I, I eat s- Professor Xavier's chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Magneto attacks. They're like, everybody's fighting. Like, what is Tari doing? He's eating the furniture. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> He's trying to eat Wolverine's claws. What the fuck? And he smells terrible. Uh... So uh, this whole autopsy only took a couple minutes because um, they couldn't. They they did not have time to figure out the extent of his deformities. They didn't um, want to smell it. Yeah, because the stench was becoming so overpowering. People were trying to pass out. I assume like the paint was wilting off the walls. Oh God! At that point, it was like, uh, you remember uh, like Fern Gully when uh, the the oil monster was like curling around and grabbing things. Yeah, that is what his stench was uh. doing. They eventually had to abandon the room and the hospital entirely for a couple hours. The so plants what, in the area started to die. Yeah, it looks like Chernobyl's red zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trees just wilt and die. Some say uh, the fish in the area have two heads now. Yeah. Uh, that was The Simpsons. That was, yeah. <laughs> Everything goes back to The Simpsons, even history. Uh, so, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Like the- like the Battle of the Somme, people are choking to death from oh. gas. Simpsons did it! Please, sir, I need a gas mask. <laughs> I would watch that Simpsons episode of I Mo, of Mo <laughs> getting bayoneted by the Huns. Uh, anyway, so they disposed of his corpse the only way it was suitable for a man who ate a baby and smelled like a fucking goddamn Proper pile of corpses. Uh, they took it out to a ditch and set it on fire. They didn't even have an oven. They oh, literally yes. just throw him. They threw him into a nearby ditch, a covered him in burial. kerosene, and lit it on fire and ran away because it smelled so bad. I mean, because it's like 
the cleansing burning of flames is the only way to get rid of something like Tari. I imagine that even smelled like shit. Oh, it had to have. Like, God. It's like a burning corpse smells god-awful. And like a burning Tari like, corpse must yeah, just like... I imagine they were like, oh, fuck. Light some rubber. I don't know. <laughs> something Do like something. a match. Light a match. That's uh, it, like, like a biological weapon going off. Everybody starts keeling over from... That's some shit that where they would like put the dead bodies in the catapults and throw it over into people's like... Yeah, that's what they should that's have That's what they done. should have done with him. Yeah, just wheel him over to Prussia and throw <laughs> him over the border. <laughs> just right over the border. <laughs> and that's how the plague started. Um, yeah, uh, they, 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 they cleansed his unclean form with the glow of flames. And that's how our sweet boy died. Stinky boy. <laughs> God. Uh, the real winners of the story are Terry's parents who threw him out because they're like, that was definitely the right call. Oh, yeah. Imagine I'd do the same. Yeah. yeah. And those parents, Albert Einstein. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that was my attempt of making the most disturbing, non-serious episode I could. I hope I made everybody intensely uncomfortable. There was some uh, military in there. <laughs> yeah, he joined the army. Yeah, he was in the army. <laughs> So I, I originally heard of Tarier's story. Uh, I had not heard of Charles Domeray, uh, because I bought a really, really shitty book when I was in British Columbia that was like crazy stories from throughout military history. The book ended up being fucking terrible. And Tarier got like a paragraph in the whole thing. And really? I, and I, the whole reason I bought the book is so like I've heard of this, like, this story before. I believe I originally heard it in Cracked. Uh, Years and years back when cracked was good and they didn't fire everybody, uh, but and I was really intensely interested because like I thought it wasn't true because like I never saw any anybody cite any sources for it, but there's like literally a medical study that a doctor who was in the room and they cut Tarier open conducted. I'm waiting for a movie to come out about Tarier. I believe that would be like a Black Mirror episode. That'd be good. What if too. your computer could eat you? That's that's see Black Mirror hire me. I got these all day. Yeah. Go ahead. What if, if, next episode, go. What off if, top of your head. What if your parrot was also your cell phone? Your parrot? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a Black Mirror episode. Yep. Give me Checks another one. Out. I got another one. Uh, what if your handgun was also your dog? Ooh. What if your iPhone controlled your dick? Ooh. I could do this all day. It's really bad writing, guys. You haven't been good in like this five is good years. Stuff. Um. But I, I tracked down the medical study, uh, and that, that was mostly done post-mortem. Post, uh, Charles Domeray's story is much more interesting because... Uh, his was way more his was, fun for me. His was done via interview while he was in the prison in England. So, like, a doctor's like, you ate six pounds of grass, did you? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Because, like, why would anybody fucking lie about Downed that? Downed it. Yeah, when that didn't work, I ate rotten pig assholes out of a dumpster. Next question. Like, interesting. Mm, Fascinating. Yes. Please eat this mm. udder. Uh, anyway, that is our episode this week. I hope you uh, all enjoy your four to five pounds of cow water that you'll no doubt have for I dinner. I feel like it's uh, real chewy. Some udder? It's, it's got to be like rubber. Yeah. It's like eating a, a pounds of areolas. Ugh. Which I, I, I think Jeffrey Dahmer made into like belt, belt buckles. Maybe I'm getting maybe uh, necklaces. Maybe it was Ted Bundy. I don't remember. One or two. Yeah. But thank you for tuning in. I am sorry to do all this to you. The first one went okay. It was better than the second. Hey, hey, hey. 
I never lied to anybody. I said, wait, it gets worse. You know, when you when you tune it into the dunk cast, you know yeah. what you're getting. And it never makes you feel good. It always makes you feel deep. And you almost sad. sound like a uh, FM radio talk show host. You're in. You're in with the donk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit a button. It makes fart noises. Yeah. A donk in the cock. Uh, the Bethea cast. Sorry, Nate. Uh, anyway, <laughs> th- thank you for uh, supporting the show. If you think. What we do is worth a dollar, and I don't know why you would at this point. I imagine we're probably going to get unsubscribed. We lost $100 this month. Uh, you can give us a dollar on our Patreon. Uh, if you give us a, a dollar, you get an access to our bonus app. Ep- at least one bonus episode a month. We meet our next goal. We'll eat something that you send us. Uh, What's our next goal? <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. Uh, so if you give even a dollar, you'll get access to our Discord uh, that we share with the Hell of a Way to Die podcast. If you do not listen to the Hell of a Die podcast, Hell of a Way to Die podcast, I recommend you do so. Uh, but the Discord's a lot of fun. Uh, we talk about the show. We talk about uh, our ideas behind it. We talk about upcoming episodes. Uh, we talk everything in between. There's a fucking flora and fauna Literally channel. Everything. Um, you get to see people make soap. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> It's cooler than it sounds. I guess it's like it's making so. It almost sounds like the farmers market down the street. It is the farmers market of discords because, like, it's got a whole bunch of weird people talking about medieval armor, but also like soap. Our farmers market. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, if you donate five dollars or more, you get free books that I've written. My bad. Uh, Also, episode uh, access to two episodes a month, uh, and we have more coming up this month as well. if you don't want to donate, that's fine. Our show will always be free, but we beg you humbly please to leave us a review on iTunes so we can stick it to those ad-generated bastards that dominate our ratings and try to unemploy us. We we have Tarie's to feed. Um, and run out of babies. But uh, thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> we, we, we don't. We're not, we're not eating babies. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Later.